Welcome to the Injury Law Pod, the podcast that explores and demystifies the complex world of personal injury law. Each week, Missouri personal injury attorney Eric Bartlett dives into the legal issues surrounding personal injury cases to help you understand your rights and options when seeking justice and compensation for personal injuries. Join Eric as he shares his experience and real-life case studies, interviews guests, and answers your questions about personal injury law. The information Eric shares will help level the playing field if you have a personal injury claim. So sit back, relax, and let's explore the world of personal injury law together. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Injury Law Pod. I am your host, Eric Bartlett, and today we have a special guest on the podcast. Uh, Gwen O'Brien with Feed Northland Kids is joining us. Uh, We have been doing a collaboration with Feed Northland Kids for the last several years. And so we're here today to talk about that and talk about what Feed Northland Kids does and uh, all the programs they offer. And so without further ado, welcome, Gwen. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me this morning. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you're here. And uh, I think we should just start off with having you um, talk about Feed Northland Kids and all the many things that they do here in the Northland. Yeah, sure. I would love to. Um, so Feed Northland Kids is a small nonprofit, and we very specifically serve Clay and Platte counties. So we're really committed to um, serving the students in our um, in these two counties and in our community. So as our name very clearly says we are here to feed Northland kids and our mission is to ensure that um, that kids in the Northland are not going hungry and we do that with a couple of different programs and um, and we work with our community partners people like you all who are really generous to help um, fund us and give us support some people do food drives all sorts of different things where we work collaboratively um, to make sure that we get food resources out to all the kids in our community and I know um, you've got quite a few um, different sponsors, partners, whatever you call people like us. Yeah. Um, I mean, are you able to just talk about some of the um, different companies and people that help you guys out? Yeah. Well, I know we're going to talk about this, but I, I'm the new executive director and I've been here for about six months and I am completely, I have been overwhelmed with how many um, businesses in our community are just stepping up all the time. I mean, I have people reaching out to me saying, how can we help? What can we do? And so just like you all saying, hey, we want to do a Giving Tuesday project or hey, we like to do a food drive or our PTA or our PTO is, you know, wanting to contribute here. Um, So we do, we have all kinds of businesses and groups of people um, who really engage in um, very creative ways. Honestly, Um, every June we do something really fun called the No Norm Run, which is um, out of the Harley Davidson uh, up on Tiffany Springs over in Platte County. And they do a motorcycle run um, and go all over the Northland and they raise a bunch of money. So just really like fun and creative things, you know, that are happening. Um, this is a really fun one. Uh, so we just do, um, oftentimes we let the, uh, the business or the company kind of talk about like what is meaningful to them and how they think they can contribute. And I saw, did you just have like a 5k or something? Yeah. yeah. What was that about? Yeah, we did. So we had our 13th annual bill cross 5k. Uh, we do that at Zona Rosa 
and it's super fun. It was a little bit cold, but not as brutally cold as it's getting this week. Hmm. Um, and so it is, um, again, to uh, support our programs. Bill Cross was an educator and an administrator here in the Northland, and then he was also the Gladstone mayor. He passed, I think, maybe about 16 years ago. And so his family uh, came to us a long time ago and said, hey, we'd like to put on this 5K um, in memory and in honor of him and have the proceeds of that go to Feed Northland Kids to support food programs. Um, it was a great turnout. We had, um, I think, maybe 200, about 260 people sign up for it. Um, really fun thing at the end. We do a, a kids run, a small like kids run, and it was hilarious um, and really fun. And um, yeah, we raised a lot of a lot of good money for the programs. Cool. So why don't we talk about the programs sure. and what all Feed Northwind Kids is involved in and how they're helping in our community? Yeah, I think most people, if you know Feed Northland Kids, you often relate us to Harvesters Back Snacks. So Harvesters is a big community food bank in the region. They cover 26 counties on the Kansas and Missouri side. And at our origin, we were an initiative um, and our purpose was to help fund uh, back Snacks in the Northland. Uh, back Snacks are a program that Harvesters has had in place for a long time. They are used to be actual little backpacks. They're now, they're kind of a plastic um, sealed bag of a number of food items that go home with students on a Friday um, for the weekend to help with food security needs over the weekend. When students don't have access to breakfast or lunch um, that they have during the school week, um, this is a way to help them have food over the weekends. And, and if I can interrupt a second, sure. how many kids are we talking about here in the Northland? Yeah. So this year we're running just under a thousand per week. Okay. So um, year to year, that kind of changes. You know, we're, uh, Harvesters is um, doing a project right now where they, or a process right now that they're calling right sizing back snacks. Um, the back snacks used to be kind of our one and only answer to food insecurity. And so we would say, you're hungry, back snack. Are you hungry? You have an issue? Here's a back snack. And now we, Feed Northland Kids and other community partners have a number of programs. Um, we opened in-school food pantries in a lot of our schools here in the Northland. Starting at about 2016, um, we have over 30 schools this year, the school year that have in-school pantries. And so the number of back snacks is going down a little bit because we're ensuring that what exactly food security program do you need? You know, exactly what's going to work for that particular student. Um, and sometimes it's a back snack and sometimes it's a pantry and sometimes, um, you know, it's a community food kit or a, a brick and mortar that they might go to, you know, out in the community that has um, uh, food resources. Okay. And so in what schools are the programs and the, um, pantries and all those things. Yeah. Where are we finding those? Yep. So uh, back snack wise and uh, through Harvesters, they are in all of the public school districts in both Clay and Platte County. So, you, you know, on the Clay County side, you definitely have North Kansas City, Liberty, Kearney, Excelsior and Smithville. Um, on the Platte County side, you've got Park Hill and uh, Platte County R3, also West, West Platte and uh, North Platte. So we've, I'm trying to think if I forgot anybody there. So those are um, where our, um, where the back snacks are going. Then our food pantries are in many of the middle schools and high schools, uh, Park Hill, um, North Kansas City, uh, Liberty are the main schools that we have, um, that we have food pantries in. Uh, we're opening one in Smithville um, here in the next few weeks. Uh, they reached out to us. We're getting a lot of calls this year saying, hey, that uh, food pantry thing that you've got going on, we, we need to get in on that. What kind of process can we do to, you know, to start partnering on that? Um, and then we have a third program, which is called our Community Food Kits. And they are um, 
big grocery, like paper grocery bags of shelf stable food. So food like canned goods, um, canned tuna and chicken, uh, pasta, like dry pasta, maybe a meal mix is kind of like a hamburger helper type thing. Um, cereal, granola bars, uh, all sorts of those sort of shelf stable foods that can last families um, for a couple of weeks. We also do uh, fresh bread from Roma Bakery on top of those. And many of the school districts that participate also do uh, frozen ground beef, um, several pounds of frozen ground beef, and then those really big uh, boxes of fresh produce. I don't know when COVID was was just starting, I felt like lots of uh, agencies had access to those big um, produce boxes that we were putting out into the community. And so they have all sorts of um, really good um, typical produce that you would use. And then sometimes some really interesting things that we all are like, I don't know, do you know what that is? Do we know what kind of, you know, what, what kind of vegetable that is? Do we know how we would cook that? But for the most part, it's, um, it's uh, the typical things that we would be looking for with families. So is the food that you're getting and utilizing in your program coming through harvesters? So um, only a little bit. So the back snacks are definitely coming straight through harvesters. We have a process where we take teams of people, of volunteers down to harvesters and help pack them um, at, to be part of that full continuum. Um, I've, I've had the pleasure of putting those have, together down fun, there. It's yep. fun, isn't it? It, it is. It really no, it, is a it, good activity for like families sure. or groups of people yep. is a lot of fun. Um, if you're competitive, there's often little you know, uh. competitions, like how many can we get made in our time? Um, then for the food pantries and the community food kits, most of that food um, we are sourcing ourselves and buying in bulk so that we can certainly buy it cheaper. We're, for the food pantries, we're doing a lot of food drives. So we might do a food drive, just sort of an open, like, hey, here's the snacks that we need. Or we might have a group that specifically does um, like a granola bar drive. Or um, Zona Rosa is doing um, a food drive for us um, around their Santa Claus PJ uh, PJs and a PJ party with Santa and Mrs. Claus yes. um, in early December. And they're doing a mac and cheese cup drive. So we do, you know. If you're in middle school and high school, there's a lot of mac and cheese cups that are going out the door, um, a lot of ramen cups, you know, those sorts of things, a lot of grab and go items. And so like they're going to specifically do that um, kind of drive for us. So sometimes they'll do a specific food item and other times that we'll give them a list and say, here's kind of the food that we're looking for. Got it. And so how do uh, students, families find you or know about your organization? Yeah. So I feel like um, we have really earned a pretty good reputation in the community over the years. There's a lot of communities and um, definitely the schools that are familiar with us. We really rely on the staff in the schools, often the social workers, sometimes the school nurses, the counselors, to um, know us as a resource. So families don't often reach out to us individually because we really get our food to the kids through the school district. So the schools become our, our partners and we ask the schools to um, work with the families directly when they know that they need a resource, whether it be um, a pretty, you know, um, long-standing regular resource that they're going to need every weekend or whether the family has something going on and um, food security has become a temporary issue and you know where can we sort of fill that gap so we rely on the schools to make their best judgment about when to um, have families access our resources got it okay so the schools know about you and then they know about the families and the, the students and they make the connections that's right okay that makes sense so Gwen, when you do fundraising, when you're raising money for the organization, 
where does the money go that you raise? Yeah. So we are, um, we're a really small agency and I'm the only full-time employee. So we have one part-time employee that does some support for our food pantries. So the money that we raise and the resources that we bring in are going directly towards purchasing food for our programs. So it really is going right back out into the community um, to, to support the programs. And I know you have uh, an office location do you have to pay rent there or um we don't actually our um our office space is donated to us um again cool. our community takes good care of us to help um ensure that uh, the resources can go right back to the families oh that's cool and how long has feed northland kids been around so we've been a, um, a formal 501c3 for a little over 10 years now before that, for about three years before that, um, it was an initiative. So it was sort of a group of people um, putting those funds together to support the Backsnack pro program through Harvesters. Uh, so all in all, it's been, you know, maybe 13, 14 years that people have been uh, working on this mission. And I know you're new to the organization, but do you have some idea of over, say, the 10 years or even more recently, like, it, it appears to me that Feed Northland Kids is growing um or expanding yeah now the question is is the need growing and expanding or is the awareness that there is a need and you all are here yeah. to help fill that need is that what's growing yeah i mean the answer to all of that is yes okay. right so um, number one, if you look at the population of Clay and Platte County <laughs> in the last 10 years, in the last 13, 14 years, um, it's increasing. So just naturally, um, yeah. the need for resources is going to increase. Um, so yes, I think that, um, you know, for a long time, people felt like the Northland was a place that did not have um, people who had food insecurity or there wasn't a lot of poverty in these areas. And I'm a social worker by trade. I've been in this work for a long time in the Northland, over 20 years. And I've known that that's not true. That's not true. We have needs. We have lots of things going on here in the Northland. I, um, I think people are more aware of that now. And I think the Northland is a really generous community. And so those things sort of coming together, more population, um, more understanding of the need. That's one of the things that came out of COVID, right? Is that people really understood there's a lot of need. And um, I think some of maybe the shame with some of that or some of the judgment with some of that fell away um, during COVID. And we just said, um, what do we need to do to make sure our families are successful? Because when our families are successful, the community is, um, is healthy and functioning. Okay. And um, turning to what our uh, mission is here, um, as relates to Northland injury law and helping feed Northland kids. Um, so I know recently that Taylor Swift uh, donated okay. to harvesters. Yeah. Have you heard of her? I, I have. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Familiar. So I don't know that, you know, we're going to be able to do that kind of help, but we have for the last several years partnered with your organization. Um, and so just talking about that, do you want to talk about giving Tuesday and kind of what all that entails? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're going to do a partnership for um, for Giving Tuesday, um, and we will we'll be putting out some information um, to our uh, our folks that follow us on social media, um, to our mailing list, that sort of thing. Reaching out to everyone to really, you know, what Giving Tuesday is about is sort of turning around and thinking about that following the week of Thanksgiving is um, as we're all 
prepping for the holiday season, um, how do we, you know, interact and engage with um, with areas that we're interested in? So um, for some, food security is is what they're interested in. I'm really grateful to to you all that um, that you're selecting us for um, for your uh, giving priority this um, this season. And we're going to do a lot of fun things and see if we can raise some money to go um, towards the purchase of food in our programs. Cool. And so what we've done here the last a few years and uh the plan is again this year is to do a matching um option um we'll match up to twenty five hundred dollars of uh donations i know that uh i think the first year we uh through these efforts it, it brought in about ten thousand dollars i feel like last year got up to about twelve thousand dollars so it's been a really cool thing yeah. I, I think yeah do you have a particular goal that you're um, you're trying to help us reach this year? Do you I, I mean, I would always like to uh, hit the ten thousand dollar mark yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then if we can get above and beyond that, awesome. Okay. So that's the idea. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, um, if I can just turn the tables for one second. Gosh, um, <laughs> sure. Tell um, tell me a little bit about um, how you all selected us um, to be your partner in this. Boy, you know, if I had a better memory, I would be able to tell you that. So I don't know how I became aware of Feed Northland Kids, but here's the story. So I wanted to. It's kind of well. It's kind of it's kind of silly. Um, so I had in mind doing something with pies. I love pie. Okay. I'm a, I, I can't tell you how much I like okay. pie. Um, and so somehow feed Northland kids came across my radar and I had been pondering, like doing some kind of silly video with pies, you know, whatever. Well, all of a sudden I like put it together and I thought, what a great way to maybe do some kind of a fundraising, um, effort is do my silly pie video that I've been wanting to do and do it in conjunction with a, a fundraising effort. Mm -hmm. And so I reached out to your predecessor and I'll never forget. I, I called her, I was driving home and I pulled off the side of the road and I'm telling her, you know, Hey, here's who I am. I'm a lawyer in the Northland. I want to help your organization and I want to do a silly pie video to bring awareness to it. And at first I'm pretty sure she just thought this guy, is this guy even real? Right. She but, loves this kind of stuff. I think. Yeah. So, oh no, no, no. no. Yeah, so, and I said, just hear me out. You know, this is what I'm thinking. We're going to have like pie tasting with um, my daughter and some of her friends and you know, it'll be fun. And she was like, Okay, yeah, I kind of see that. Yeah, well, why don't you put something together? You know, I've got to get board approval on anything we do. But yeah, I think it could work. So we did it. I got to do my video. We got to raise money. And that's how uh, this whole thing started. Again, I wish I knew exactly where it was or how it was that I came across Feed Northland Kids. But from our law firm side, we are Northland Injury Law. So typically speaking, when we're looking at our uh, sponsorships, our charitable givings, we want to target Northland mm -hmm. um, entities. And so I couldn't, I, when I saw Feed Northland Kids, I'm like, what a great, yeah. what a great uh, 
entity to support. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of the whole background. Okay. Great story. Great story. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Absolutely. And so real quick before we wrap up, why don't you just talk about yourself? You've obviously taken over the helm. Um, and you know, where do you come from and you know, what's your background? Yeah, sure. Um, well, like I think I shared before, um, I'm a social worker by trade. So I, um, I've been a social worker in, for over 20 years here in the community, mostly in child welfare. So I was um, at the Children's Division for a number of years, um, head of the Platte County Children's Division for about eight years. And then I was at Synergy for 10 years before that, um, all really in that child abuse um, kind of realm and also doing um, some work with our school systems at, when I was at Synergy. And so when the job opening came up at Feed Northland Kids, um, it was a really good fit. Just like you were just talking about, it was really important to me to stay in the Northland. We live in the Northland. Um, my husband and I have three boys um, that we raise um, in the Park Hills. They're in the Park Hill School District. And so for me, I just have so many connections and um, so much love for this community that I really wanted to try and find a job, um, my next job and, you know, my next step in my career um, to stay here in the Northland. Food security is a really um, easy link with the child welfare work that I've done. Obviously, poverty and um, food needs and families is something that I've been around for for a long time. So um, that's how I came to Feed Northland Kids. Um, already knew quite a few of the school relationships and um, and a lot of those community relationships. The ones that have been really fun is all of these businesses. So making all these new connections was not something you know that I was in the role to do at Synergy. And so I just have been really impressed and really grateful to uh, how much our community steps in and and really engages in this work. Well, I'm excited. Uh, I'm looking forward to working with you uh, this season and down the road. And um, I think we're going to do great things. Um, I hope hopefully we top what we've done the last yeah. couple of years. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm really enjoying helping feed Northland kids. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Super grateful to you all. Absolutely. And it's been a pleasure having you. And uh, here we go. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Gwen. <laughs>